How we doing, Toxic Radio World? This is Hungry for Hope with Reckless Donnie Hart. And everybody's favorite, big time, Tim Cudgens. You think I'm going to introduce you this week? Are you crazy? Are you stupid? I wouldn't want you, you introducing me. What are you, After stupid? After last week's shenanigans? What are you, working for the government now or something? Big business? Big business? Big time? Big business, Tim? Not, they don't call me big time for nothing. I'm for the little man, Tim. You don't look like it. And after last week, you you proved you proved to me and the people of Toxic Radio that you are not for the little man. This guy says he's for the little man, right? But he has his own personal fan in the Toxic Radio studio. I don't even have somebody to dab the sweat off my head. But Mike, you know, he shows favorites. Well, maybe for the little maybe man. if you stop talking shit. That you talk on this show big time, you'll have a couple fans. Look, I call. I'm it not talking down all the middle. fans who call in asking from, you know, reckless. What all, all three of them? Three's better than nothing. I was always taught, brother. Out of 14 I do math. episodes, 14 episodes. Here we are, 14 episodes. I'm with you big time. What do you think about that? Do you think I should get drunk and go gamble and give my money away, or what do you think? For those who didn't listen last week, big time, Tim Kudges was hell-bent. Tim, tell them what you thought about the Atlantic City casinos. You know, Borgata refusing to open because you're not allowed to drink in their casino. Their casino. It's the people's casino. I paid for that casino big time. That's America. They don't. They have the right to open or not open if they don't want to. And they, if they don't want don't... to open because they want drunks to come in and get drunk. They want to take advantage of the little people. No, they don't want to take away the rights of Americans. Everyday Americans that come in, I'm spend an American, their hard-earned Tim. money in that casino, and they don't want to take away their rights. But God is not opening, if you didn't listen last week, because they, they, they thought their customers should be able to drink, get completely drunk. They Cust- should have the, it's not that drink. Customers with problems. What? Problems that we address, problems that we help. We're out there on the street helping people. But you want to send them to Brigada to their vices? They're sitting in front of a, 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 a <laughs> they're sitting in front of a slot machine, right? They want a glass of water. They can't even drink a glass of water. They can't even smoke a cigarette in the smoking section. Maybe they want to smoke something else, Tim. Maybe they want to drink something else. Maybe they do, and that's their God-given right. But Brigada is taking advantage of it. No, the state of New Jersey is taking advantage of it. If you're going to open, you open. The, the governor open. God bless his soul. You got something against him opening business. I can't even go to Delaware right now. Because of the governor of New Jersey. No offense, but who wants to go to Delaware, brother? I mean, cheaper cigarettes. I have stores in Delaware. I want to go to Delaware. Why? So you can go get all the alcohol and cigarettes for Brigada and then sell it in their parking lot when they do open? And say I need to buy something, right? I can go get tax-free in Delaware. I can't get that in Jersey. Can I buy a co-host in Delaware tax-free, Tim? Probably. Can I? <laughs> any of my find, Delaware fans. If you can find some dickhead that will put up with you, yeah. Tim, we can't say dickhead <laughs> on the air, brother. You just don't it, we it's go. like he's like Borgata. He's like Borgata. He's telling me what I can and can't do. Or no, he's not like Borgata. I'm sorry. He's like he's you like don't even know what I'm like because you don't listen to me. You got me all amped up. You I'm, don't I'm listen. Mistakes. Fourteen episodes and you don't listen to me. I fourteen episodes. I listen, but it makes my head hurt. And you don't listen. We had our great friend Pete the Pool Shark Martin calling in. He's an employee for Borgata. I know Pool Pete, Shark if you're Pete. listening, Pool Shark Pete, he's not having that bullshit. He's not, he's not down with the Borgata way. Pool Shark Pete's his own man. Pool Shark, if you're out there, you're an employee or Borgata, contact us. Call us in. Tim will tell you the number. It is 856 485 6888. Pool Shark Pete, any Borgata employees out there, I want to hear from you. Even anybody that frequents Atlantic City and doesn't want to be handcuffed when they go into a casino, let your voices be heard. This is where voices are heard at Hungry for Hope. Yeah, you people who are fighting demons and you're fighting the good fight and you're winning, but you also like to gamble a little. Right now you're assuming that everybody that goes to Borgata to gamble has a... Has an alcohol addiction, is what you're saying. They have some kind of addiction, most likely. They, they just don't want to have a good time. Have a few drinks with their friends, do a little gambling, smoke a few cigarettes. 
No, they're degenerates, and that's what you're calling no. everybody that doesn't want to go to the Borgata because the stuff isn't open. Wrong is wrong, and in this country, if somebody does something wrong, we do something about it. Let me let me give you give me an a case example. in point. So my diehard, I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan, big time. I'm a huge fan. One of our star players, Deshaun Jackson, he did something wrong, I mean, and now he should pay for it. The Eagles. They should, and I hope they do. They kick him off the team. Get him out of here. If you do something wrong big time, in my book, you should pay for it. This big is time. coming from the guy who wears a Riley Cooper shirt jersey on Sundays when you go out tailgating. <laughs> what does Riley <laughs> Cooper have to do with Deshaun Jackson? Two different people. Same two, position. Two different people, same position. Riley Deshaun Cooper, Deshaun Jackson. He, he made a comment that hurt a lot of people. He made a quote. Yeah, it was. It a hurt quote. a lot of people. It was he a quote quoted from Adolf Hitler. But did he know it was a quote from Hitler? Now, he should be punished. Yes, you're correct. There no, should he be should be kicked off the team and sent with the people from Brigada. But then Tim. why do you still wear a Riley Cooper jersey? But Riley Cooper, you know, he was a great receiver. He had like 900 yards. What do you mean? He was on the video. The pride of Florida. He was on video saying the N-word. Oh, yet he God. didn't get to get off the team. Why why would he get kicked off the team? He, he did something wrong. He paid for it. My mind is fucking blown right now. Deshaun Jackson said something the, the that Sean, he shouldn't have said. Riley Cooper said something he shouldn't have said. But Deshaun Jackson needs to be kicked off the team. But Riley, he was cool. Do you know how many yards Deshaun Jackson had last year? You can probably count him on one hand. Maybe 100? I mean, he was hurt the whole season. Right. But uh, yeah, well, I'm hurt right now, big time. I'm hurt. I'm going on the injured reserve after the show, brother. Riley Cooper, he made a mistake. Horrible mistake. You don't say that word. It's horrible, but, you know, he, he apologized, I think. <laughs> this, he, this is ridiculous, Copy. This is no, it's not ridiculous. ridiculous. This is what does Riley Cooper debate. have to do with Deshaun Jackson? I'm saying, you're you're typecasting Deshaun Jackson. I don't know what typecasting means, brother. Saying he should be fired. Speak words I know. Look at that. Right on the screen. Holocaust, Holocaust survivor invites Deshaun Jackson to tour Auschwitz and get an idea of what he said. I, I don't know if he knew who he was quoting or not, and he should be reprimanded, but I'm just saying... Coming from the dude that wears a Riley Cooper jersey, that's a that's a pot calling the kettle black. I, I liked him at his Florida days, way before the Eagles. Tim, I wear the Florida jersey. He was there with one of one of my my favorite Tim Tebow's, Aaron Hernandez. A Aaron Hernandez, <laughs> he, he was a hell of a college tight end. He was good. Why do you always gotta these people? He's dead. He's not even alive anymore. And you got to go back into the grave. Like you did last week with my dead relatives. And you went, you're digging up Aaron Hernandez. You're digging him up. The dude paid. I mean, Netflix just did that like a couple couple months ago with the whole documentary. You ever see him playing college, brother? I I don't think that has anything to do with anything that we're talking about. Tim so skill matters is what you're saying. Skill over being a stand-up individual. I'm not saying that big time. I'm saying these guys... Some of them, a few of them. Thank you, Laura. Apologize for things they did. And Deshaun when, Jackson did too. Two when, apologies. When is an apology enough? See, but the, he said sorry. Yeah, twice. What? What? Toxic Mike, are you out there in this world of toxic? Mike, can you get us the Deshaun Jackson uh, <laughs> apologies, please? Is there producer man. I can get us whatever we need. I'll 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 hit him <laughs> yeah, up on the yeah. bathroom. What, what, I mean, just use the, the internet thing that you have in the yeah, back yeah. to pull up the websites. What, you, what, what website do you need? You and the Toxic Radio guys do a great job of giving Google us... Google Deshaun Jackson's apology. Did he oh, apologize? Did he, I didn't think he apologized. He did apologize. He apologized twice. I didn't think he did. Let me look for it. So, while Toxic Mike's looking for this maybe apology, maybe once, maybe twice, maybe not at all. I mean, it was twice. We had our guest on, Lauren Janae, two weeks ago, the co-founder of CrossFit. She talked about her ex, her ex-husband. He said something stupid on, on, what was it, Twitter, Zoom? I don't know these fancy words you guys use now on these internet things. And, you know, he had to, he had to resign. But I don't think he said sorry big time. 
I don't think Deshaun Jackson said sorry. I really don't think he did. Not only do I think Deshaun Jackson said sorry, I actually think he meant his apology. I don't think he understood what he was saying or what he was quoting and what effect it had on other people. Big time, obviously. I'm pretty sure Riley Cooper understood what his quote was. We got a lot of sports coming up, and I don't really trust. Boom. We, we need an expert on sports. We, we need, what, what, what is it? Read it for me, big time. You're so good with words. Eagles to Sean Jackson apologize after posting anti-Semitic quote. He apologized. All right, maybe we'll give him a chance, but he should he should get in trouble for it. Yeah, no, he should be reprimanded. You know what that, you want me to tell you what that, that means punishment essentially. Yeah, I'm going to reprimand you, brother. <laughs> so I think we need somebody on this show who can give us these, these facts so we don't have to have Toxic Mike and his hooligans looking them up. And I think we're going to bring that guy next week. I'm going to, you stay tuned. Good. Maybe that guy will bring me a if, personal fan. If, if the Hungry for Hope world wants an in-house sports guy just to talk a little so we can have him, you know, maybe we need more than that. But I think next week we're going to debut somebody who's an expert in these sports. What do you think about that? Judging big I mean, time. It's Tim. the only thing I probably agreed with you at all today about. I think that's a good idea. Did I ever ask you? It kind of pains me that it was your idea. But, you know, it is what it is. Once uh, in a uh, while. Well, you're, you're an expert on everything. Patrick Mahomes, who is he? He's one of the best exactly. quarterbacks. <laughs> Great quarterback. So Super who does he Bowl? play for? The Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Won Chiefs. Won a Super Bowl last year. What do you feel about him? Did he did Cost he... me like $8,000 with that last touchdown, but, you know, uh, it is what it is. You're, you're... Signed a 10-year extension. extension. Half a billion dollars. You were probably, you know, probably cost a lot of people who have Brigada all tuned up, you know, drinking their drinks, well, smoking I mean, they, their they smoke. They couldn't even go make the bets that they want to make. No, but back then they probably did because Brigada in Atlantic City, New Jersey was taking advantage of them. <laughs> you know, how many people out there probably lost money because they were taking advantage by these big time casinos? So, so what you're saying is you want a sober casino. I'm just saying it, it's kind of, it's kind of messed up that a casino refuses to open because they can't serve alcohol or smoke right their casino their choice no 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 they're my casino i i put so much money into them atlantic city casinos i gotta say now tim right. did you start a GoFundMe for when they were closed down so they could have money and pay employees because if you didn't i don't i don't want to hear my casino their <laughs> casino Pool Shark Pete. Where's Pool Shark Petey? Pool Shark Pete, one of the good friends of the show. You call in, Pool Shark. You know, don't talk anything crazy, Pool Shark, or we'll let you talk. If you're out there, we want to hear We want to hear about Brigada. We want to hear about Patrick Mahomes signing. How much? Half a billion dollars? Uh, Jack, Jack Newman just put a comment on the Jack show. Jack Newman, what did you say? He said brother? Bobby Benilla will still be making a million per year after Mahomes' contract expires. I, you know who? You know who contacted me about that show last time? Why well, I had reached out to him about Bobby Benilla Day last week. We celebrated the the Mets who makes like one point one million dollars a year for the next like twenty years or whatever. Lenny Dykstra, I swear to God, real stand up we're, guy. We're gonna have him on this show. So the guy hits me up. I'm like. Can you come on this show? Uh, you know, it was last minute. I was like, tomorrow at 7. He hits me up four days later. I'll get back to you. You get back to me about something three days ago? What are you, stupid, Lenny? I like you and all. You know, we just talked, but what do you mean? Wasn't he the one that was, like, scared to show up and fight the bagel balls? Your, your personal friend. I think he was scared to show up on our show. The dude hits me up days later. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, for, I'm hungry for hope. I'm trying to help people out there, but... Do you ever feel like some people are just beyond help? Yeah. I mean, you know what's crazy? To Lenny Dykstra, everybody knows him. He was a Philadelphia Philly. I'm a huge Philadelphia 93 Phillies. Fan. One of my favorite yeah, he, players. He, he was runner-up behind Barry Bonds, MVP. He, he was the real deal. The nails. But he's not the real deal anymore, man. When, I mean, when real is, deal on piece of shit terms. Like, if you're like, is he a real deal piece of shit? Like, yeah. We're out there. We're in the trenches. We have gotten people help since we started this show. But when is there a point where you think just somebody's just too big of a piece of shit to help? No. Nobody is not redeemable. I don't nope. believe that. Well, you think nobody's re so uh, if if me, Jeffrey Epstein, if I dunk him up like All you right. like to dig up everything, if Jeff 
Jeffrey Epstein comes back. You think he's redeemable? Are you kidding me, Tim? Nope. I, Are you kidding? You probably I've, taking Bergada to have a drink with him. All right. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And no, absolutely, I would not go to the Bergada to have a drink with Jeffrey Epstein. So he's not redeemable. No, he's not. He's redeemable. a scumbag. He's a low life. I'm talking about people. anybody who takes advantage. I'm not going to win this battle. People, they're they're low lifes. Yeah, exactly. Like all those pro wrestlers and pro wrestling promoters and all, all those politicians. All them ones who came out. The ones who were rightfully, you know, did stuff wrong. But is Lenny Dykstra, he's not a pro wrestler. No. Is he redeemable? Nails. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he doesn't have sexual assault charges against him or any child molestation charges or sex trafficking. He's just, he most likely has a drug problem. I don't want to... Be like, he definitely does, but I mean, you know, so, I've been there. So if if you, you you haven't done something sexual, if you know, we, we, we hate uh people. I think this is going down a slippery slope right now. I think that's where you have Let's me headed. Go, I don't have my skis. Let's go. Not going down the hill. Let's go. So if somebody, you know, they, they haven't like snitched on a bunch of people, like that guy we brought up the one time, uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano. They're not a snitch of, you know, they're not into sexual assault. They're not in the, the bullying and, and, and stuff like that. Are they, are they redeemable? No rapes, no sexual assaults, no snitches. I guess it's a case-by-case situation. But Tim, we're Let's out there honest. on the street. We got to tell the people, if, you know, we don't think they're redeemable. I don't think it, it, it's correct to call, tell anybody if they're redeemable or not. So if Jeffrey mean, Epstein, I bury him up. You're going to say, hey, hey brother. <laughs> You're you're good. Yeah. What do you mean, Tim? No, he's not redeemable. All right, just say it. You want to just shoot me names and I'll give you redeemable or not redeemable? Riley Cooper. Not redeemable. Riley Cooper's not redeemable. I mean, you already... Deshaun Jackson. I resigned from the show. I'll see you guys later. Big time. I'm just... Deshaun Jackson redeemable. Riley Cooper redeemable. Toxic Mike, if you're out there... Toxic Mike. If they're actually sorry and apologetic, truthfully. I mean, when it comes to redeemable, it's really about them. Do they actually mean it when they, with the, if they feel wrong, if they feel they did something wrong, or they just apologize and to save their job? Not Tim, it's I, not our place to really say if somebody's redeemable or not. It's more about that person. They'll truly know if they're redeemable. But I'm, I'm a pretty good at reading people. We've had, we've had some people on this show... Who had some sketchy passes? Who, who overcome a lot? And some people ask me like, why? Why do you have this person? You know, this person, that? Because I'm pretty damn. I've been around the block, Tim. You've been around the block. I'll give you that. We're pretty good. I'll give you. I'll give you. You're, you're real good. Look at somebody and I talking to. Them. When you talk to somebody one on one, it's just you, nobody else. I'm pretty good at telling if that person. You know, anybody could say, hey, I killed ten people, but I'm sorry. And then somebody can really say it. You know. And you, that's what I think you're feeling, right, Tim? You, you got to feel it. You got to feel it from the heart. It can't just be something they're saying to get a job back or. Right. Like, if you truly mean it, and only you really know if you truly mean it, if you're apologizing something or something to that nature. It really doesn't matter in the eyes of the public if you're, if you feel that you're wrong and you're truly sorry for it, that's, that's on you. And only you're going to know that. So one thing I, I learned big time, I was down like you, we were down in the trenches. I was on that rock bottom. I was below rock bottom with no hope. And, you know. So you were underneath the rock. I was underneath the rock. And, you know, there's a lot of people when you're you're messing up that you've wronged or people you're hurt. It, you've been out there, you know, in your addiction. And uh, you know how it is. You know, I come from a, the cell floor. and you, you come from the Kensington floor. And uh, I found the one thing. We can't go out there. And apologize to everyone. You know, you make amends. I, I, I'd be on my phone. You know, people, words doesn't do it for everybody. So you know what? I try to do it through actions. So sometimes don't listen to the words. Watch people's actions. Well, it's a living amends. You, you, you change your actions. You become a better person. And you go from there. Like somebody can say, hey, you know, I'm real sorry. I kicked the baby. And then you see them, you know, leave the studio and they're kicking a baby. You know, I mean, I could say we're not allowed to talk about. I could be babies? like, I'm real sorry, Mike. Every time I I talk shit on the show, but I'm not. And everybody, it's well, like they don't know that, but well, I could say I'm sorry. But Toxic Mike, you know, he he won't let us eat in the studio anymore. Is that a redeemable? 
Is that redeemable? He won't let us have our dining with Donnie. You know, that, that was one of the basis of our show, eating cheesesteaks. We had professional eaters in. We had professional eaters lined up to come in. And now, you know, we had wing-offs and cheese-offs. Well, he was, he, I mean, he was scared. Is he redeemable? He, Is Toxic Mike redeemable? Mike's redeemable. He said we can't eat in the studio. Is that redeemable? It's redeemable. I mean, that's just a... He was trying to pull a Borgata type thing. Or Borgata thing. Toxic Mike. You're out there, brother? What up? Toxic Mike. Hey. Great to hear from you. <laughs> I know you're, you're so busy. How you, know. how you doing, Mike? Uh, doing great. I'm enjoying the show. You guys are, are, are killing it right now. I'm loving it. Did, did, you you have, did you have a good week? We want to pretend we care. Oh, how was your this, week? I mean... Great. It was wonderful. Is, was is there beautiful. a reason why Danny got or Donnie got a fan and I did not? Um uh he's a boss. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're about to get me indicted. I'm not a boss or nothing. I'm just a hard working man. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my nickname's big time. He he right. knows he knows how to tip. Ah. <laughs> Sending that extra Venmo. So, hold up. Hold up. We, we So got... he, he just gives you the tip. Just the tip. Yeah, just, just the enough. Tip. Just okay. enough. Big time, I love your comedy. We got to stop him. He said he came on. Toxic Mike, who you said is redeemable, he said he's loving the show. It's a good show. Is that what you said, Toxic Mike? I did say that, indeed, yes. So do you think about it, 13 episodes, when you signed some washed-up has-been wrestler and big-time Tim Kudges, years removed from the streets of Kensington, me years removed from you know the, the bottom of, of a jail cell two guys who you know lost it all two guys who you know mm -hmm. didn't have a fucking pot to piss in but <laughs> slowly got their life back if anybody wants to hear that story again go back to episode one episode now one. we're gonna run it back all right now <laughs> get ready to cry motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> So did you think you were ever gonna say we had a we had a show that you liked? A yes. good show. Yes, you guys are you guys are doing great. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And everybody out there, they, they want to hear this. Where can they listen to all of our shows at? I know a lot of people are on Facebook Live, yeah. but I, I don't know the whole what's this called we do it. I I po I a podcast. So the podcast version of this show, so anybody who wants to listen while they're at work or while they're working out at the gym, uh to all the past episodes can one hundred percent. The gyms go. are closed, Mike. Yeah, the where, gyms are closed. Don't be. Wait, wait. We're not. He's not redeemable. He's not redeemable. <laughs> we are a national redeemable. national show. You are so trying people... to spend Corona to all our listeners. What kind are... of scumbag are you? <laughs> we are a global show, national show. People can listen to us from all over in parts where the gyms are open. So while you're working out, whether you're at the gym or not at the gym, you can check out the show, uh, all past shows, uh, through the Toxic Radio Free app. Or you can go ahead and download it through iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, uh, all these awesome places. Uh, you can just check it out, download it, listen to it whenever you want. What if they don't want to listen to it? Where do they go if they don't want to listen to it? If you don't want to listen to it, you can go to hell. Thank, yeah. thank you, Pro Corona Mike. <laughs> Mike, so what do you feel about... The, let me ask big time. So after that, is he still redeemable? Mike? No, the other asshole we just talked to. What do you mean? Are you, what are you, are you on the same page as yeah, me? What I mean, are you? I mean, he, what are you? obviously. What are you at the Brigada? What the hell? Obviously, he's he's a little bit greedy. He want, he doesn't care about the well-beings of our listeners, but he's still redeemable. He, but still he, he gave two assholes like us a chance. Yeah. Gave us a chance. He doesn't let us eat in the studio. He doesn't give we me a We started the show Hungry but... for Hope, and we can't even eat in our studio. Donnie, Donnie was one of our big anchor segments, and now it's just gone. But he's still redeemable, correct? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's redeemable. He's still redeemable. I, I like him. He's not a bad guy. He gave, stand up he gave two jamokes like us a chance. Two ham and eggers. Two ham and eggers. We come a long way. Hey. You know, I've had some crazy people reach out to me. You know, people people are doing pretty good things in their life. They're like, oh, reckless. It's all your show, brother. Hey, you know, we like, I can't believe you brought a guy on, you know. That, that's the voice I'm doing to the person. I can't say who they are. He brought a guy on. He's out on $2 million bail living with a billionaire. You know, I think he called her hot or whatever. And that's one thing we do got to stop. Some of our guests have reached out to us. Female and male. And, uh, viewers, please do not harass our guests. We have good-looking guests. We have, you know, good guests. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean you can message them, harass a, them. We have a real hatred for that as Hungry you can't. for Hope. Please don't do it because we have some other good looking guests, male, female, and you know, everything else. And uh, you can't, please. Yeah, let not. me reiterate we have a real hatred for that. Don't call, go to our guests, don't message them, don't be creepy. You have a question for them, let us do it. You know. Now, if they come on to you, then go play, boy, go. But please, please, please do not harass our female guests or our males. Especially do not harass our female guests because I will not tolerate it. I will not put up with it. Please, don't do it. Right, big time? Yeah, you don't want to catch these hands. Yeah, I didn't say that. That's a, that's, a, that's a threat, big time. No, that's it. I'm, I'm just... It's a warning, not a threat. And you don't want to be put in a position where you have to catch these hands. <laughs> so that's a warning. I you, mean, you catch the hand, it's kind of like a fist pump. You would have like, a real hatred you shake for it. catching these I don't, hands. I don't know what a warning is, because we never got one from Toxic Mike about <laughs> eating the food. It was just like, you can't do it, brother. We, we had cheesesteaks. We had to go throw them out in the trash can. I'm telling you, I'll wing a door. I'll wing a door. If he comes in here, I'm not telling him he can't eat. He's, he's dying to do this wing off. And Toxic Mike, if you want to be the one who tell him he can't eat, give him a warning or whatever. It's all you, man. All six foot six, 400 pound, solid muscle. You, you tell the wingman he can't do it. I mean, he knows. I'm not going to say, like, but it's evident. He knows where you live. <laughs> I, we, we could do it. We're going to have I'll to. show up in your house, the Toxic Radio Studio. You know, but I probably want to eat wings first. He's a pretty, pretty. Pretty fair guy. What do you think, uh, Mike? We're, I mean, we could do something like that, but I'm going to show my age with this reference. We're, we're going to have to really tarp the studio like it was a Gallagher comedy show. Uh, uh, come again? Gallagher. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. I, don't, I don't like the reference. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable? <laughs> so we can have El Wing and Dorn here, and we can have a wing off. Right. With his own wings. Right. We got to tarp the studio. We have to tarp the studio. What are our viewers? Our viewers watched the Wing and Door episode. A lot of people told me it was one of the one of the better podcasts they've seen. That really was one of the springboards of our shows. It it was a springboard. It definitely, uh, uh, as you can see, Puppet Mike is over there. He's still scared and and kind of cr- uh, uh, tries to hide every time you guys come in here. But yes, we we can make it work. We we have to do it in a safe manner. A safe and healthy and happy manner. Uh, toxic Mike knows ratings. That's what he knows. He's very smart at what he does. He, very well, smart. He he knows what brings ratings in. Donning for Donnie brought in ratings. El Wingador brings in ratings. He does. Us with El Wingador brings in ratings. All of our guests just about, you know? I mean, pretty, pretty solid. We had uh, Tim Witherspoon, Jr., Professional boxer, owner of Witherspoon Gym. Witherspoon Boxing and Fitness. In yeah, Witherspoon Bristol, Boxing. And they're open again, right? Yeah, they're open. They're in Bristol, Pennsylvania, correct? Correct. Right outside the city by uh, Levittown. Bucks uh, County. Bucks County. Tim Witherspoon Jr., great guy. Everybody, you know, if you know boxing, you know the Witherspoon name, one of the greatest boxing names in this area. Yeah, his dad, two-time heavyweight champion in the world. Two-time heavyweight and junior was a hell of a boxer. He was. And he told us he's he's ready to come to professional wrestling with us when all this shit dies down. And he's, that's going to be exciting. I told you I'm excited for that. He's not the only two-sport athlete that's going to want to fight in pro wrestling. We, we got what? We got an NFL guy, a professional mix, a couple pro mixed martial artists, well, a boxer. MMA. And our MMA is mixed martial artist. Yeah, you know, shorten it up for you. I don't want you to get confused. Tim, if I say a word, I mean the word. Just let me say the word, Tim. Ah. I'm about to let Puppet, Puppet Mike take over. Hey, how you doing, Tim? Heard you're a real douchebag. Sounds just like Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, hey, why do they call you big time? Well, I That's tell. not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, 
You you went there big time. Uh, I can't control. I can't control Puppet Mike. Puppet. He's a Mike. renegade. Oh, he's not a renegade. What do you mean? He's a puppet. What are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you're still on this Riley Cooper crap or something? I don't know what you're on, man. <laughs> Let it go, man. Let it go. The guy made a mistake. But the Sean Jackson didn't. You just want to cut ties. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going to keep going down this rabbit hole. Because there is no rabbit hole. He did make an apology. I saw it. We brought it up on our screen. So you it, forgive the Sean Jackson? I got to read the apology. I got to look him in the eye. Sean Jackson, if you're out there, we're friends with one of your buddies. He, he's actually a fan of the show. Another name we can't really mention. But uh, if you're listening, pal, talk to your buddy D-Jack. And uh, I want to talk to him one-on-one. He doesn't have to come on this show, but I just want to see him. Man the man. Mono to mono. Oh, that the same? Mono to mono. Mono mono. Yeah, something like that. You know what I'm saying. Model to model? Well, toxic Mike is freaking Christ. guy. This freaking guy. I like puppet Mike so much better. <laughs> it's a more stand-up individual. Stand-up individuals. You know, and like we were talking about stand-up individuals before puppet Mike interrupted, Tim Witherspoon. Yes. Bill L. Wingendor Simmons, stand up. Destiny, the queen of harm reduction, Campanella. The queen. That, that was a great guest. She came on the show and brought she Ben made, or Jerry, Ben. I don't know. She made Puppet Mike very jealous. She she brought her, her dummy. No, not my co-host. I saw somebody <laughs> comment. She brought, Nobody commented that <laughs> She brought her puppet, and we live. I think we're the first podcast to ever do this. That's what I heard. We're the first podcast. It was like our second episode, third episode, fourth episode, whatever it was. We we gave Narcan, and Narcan reverses. It's uh, the medicine you give somebody going through an overdose. It reverses the effects of the overdose. And yes. we gave it live on air. You know, we, we do... We do comedy. We we do hunger. I took it live in Kensington a few times. Yeah, but at the end of the day, people got to realize. Get it? People got to realize we come we come from dark roads. We we've been we've been high in the mountains, and we've been low in the valley. So I never, you know, I always hated that. I told you big time. People see, I like they're like, oh, Donnie, you were wrestling a bear up in the mountains, and then you're on the beach. You're doing this. Oh, your life's so good. My life's so good because I seem so ugly. You know. You can't enjoy that sun unless you see them rainy clouds, right? Right. I mean, I was telling everybody today when we, before the show, there's a reason I scream while I sleep. There's a reason Tim screams. We'll get on the hotel. Up, Tim. We're talking about <laughs> Narcan and a dummy with our wonderful guest, the Queen of Harm Reduction. And, you know, there, there's what? One, two, three, four guests I just named. You know, we, we, we had some great. Oh, we had Loudy. Jeffrey King, he was a tough one, right? I tried that. I gave him all the bait I could. He, he wouldn't give in. He's a Jeff Jeffrey Kane, Loudy. He owns On Point Wrestling. Great friend. I worked for him in the wrestling world. I was his bodyguard. I wrestled for him. We had him on the show, and I... He was just bobbing and weaving. Dude, I, I had tried to hit him with everything I could to make him say something controversial. The dude's a professional. I threw everything I had at him. He would just look at me. He would stop. He would take a deep breath, and he would continue. He's professional like our producer, Puppet Mike. <laughs> Why did they call you big time again? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Loudy was an awesome guest, but he was he, I was throwing all this shit at him, and he was ducking it, man. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, he, he was awesome, but he was. They should call him Bulletproof. Cause he was just—he was—he he must have watched shows of us before. I know he's a fan of this show. He probably saw like, oh, he knew what we were bringing at him. He runs a great, great wrestling company. Any wrestling fans, on point wrestling, they—they're gonna have some cool stuff, man. Uh, Loudy's an awesome guy. Loudy, they call him uh, Jeffrey Kane. He's been doing it. Like I said, I worked for my bodyguard for him. I did everything in between for him. He's been around wrestling for whatever he said—a lot of years, shit ton of years. Real great guy. And we have, uh, we had the co-founder of CrossFit. 
Hey. Lawrence Day. These are all episodes you can find. Toxic Mike, are you out there? Where can they find these episodes? <laughs> they can find these on ToxicRadio.net, uh, Toxic Radio's free app, and anywhere you find podcasts. On YouTube, too. So on any, YouTube. Like Spotify, can they find it on Spotify? I bel- I'll have to double check. I always have people ask me. I don't know anything about this. I just... You know, when they brought me into this show, I said, I don't know anything about podcasts. I don't know anything about radio. They're like, Donnie, just say the stupid shit you say on the microphone, and we'll take care of everything else. He's really good at saying stupid shit. They said, I'll I'll tell you what. Most people like to go to the Tox Radio app uh, for one reason. Uh, You don't have to download any episodes, so it keeps your phone free. It's a free Dota. It's a free app, app, but you don't have to download any any of the episodes. They stream directly, and uh, it's very easy to use. And people yeah, we, love it. We don't want to use their megabytes in their cell phone. Exactly. Mm. It's 2020. Everybody's got like a trillion of them. So everybody listening, you can go YouTube, Spotify, I think, podcast. So are people, they want to hear these episodes. They want to hear Lauren Janae and uh, Ty. We had Ty on her, yeah. not not fiance, her husband. Yeah, her husband. Congratulations. They actually two. invited us to the wedding uh, on Zoom, I guess one of them them stream things. Everything you think that's streaming is Zoom. I just call it Zoom. Yeah, everything. It's like you know. He thought our show was in Zoom every time we weren't in studio. But we 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 got to watch their wedding on Zoom, you know, and that was a crazy experience. You have this, you know, co-founder of a billion-dollar brand, who you know was married to uh, the CEO of the brand. They co-founded together. She divorced. They got a divorce. Then she found her. Her sweetheart. That was a hell of a love story. I'm telling you, if you didn't listen to that episode, it was episode 12, 11. Toxic Mike, what, what episode do we have uh, CrossFit on? Oh, I'll have to. It doesn't uh, matter what episode we had CrossFit here, you on. you jamoke. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, one, two, I, I think episode 11. Episode 11, we had Lauren Janae on and Ty, her husband, and their story, man. That was a love story. We got. I know we got some girls out there who love the love stories. That was a story they haven't seen each yeah, other. That's a, it's a lifetime movie. Can you it's imagine? Like, How does that work? Like, you haven't seen your sweetheart when you were a teenager. You both had a crush on each other, but for whatever reason, one dated one's friend. You couldn't date. So 30 years later, you meet. You're talking. And then when you really start to connect, one is talking to you on a phone. Outside the prison wall, you know, not inside, not incarcerated. Ty is in jail. He he's getting railroaded. He told us this story, you know. I I, I believe in the man. He, he was facing a murder. He is facing a murder. He's still facing it. He was in uh, Florida. He didn't have a bail at the time. They refused to give him a bail. You know, yeah, he's accused of murder. Normally, you don't get. Nah, but they were railroading this poor guy. Great guy. Born in the Philly area. They lived in West Philly. And, you know, they haven't seen each other in 30 years. But at time, he's in jail. And she's... So were they, were they West Philadelphia born and raised? West Philadelphia born and raised on the playground. I spent most of my days. But and anyway. comes the voice of the angel. <laughs> and then they meet. And that love comes right back. You know, at this point, she's a, bil- uh, a millionaire who, you know, she co-founded... The, the biggest thing that happened, the health and fitness, which I'm real big on, Tim. I, I kind of think keto's a little bit bigger than CrossFit, but whatever. Nah. Each their own. Nah, 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 nah. I don't, you don't see the keto co-founder on the show. I only bring the best. But now they meet. How crazy is that story? You got to listen to episode 11. They get, you know, I asked them, what can't we say? They said everything. They're great people. I'm telling you, I, I talk to people. I, I learn about people. I don't bring anybody on our show. If I do bring somebody I don't like on the show, you'll probably hear me say I don't like them. I'm I'm a straight up guy. I'd rather somebody like who hate was that me. one guest that you didn't like? They didn't show up. Ah, oh, no, I like Frankie. What? Frankie, he didn't show up. I was pissed about that. Frank Frankie Picard's a pretty good guy. I was pissed off because he didn't show up to the studio. Imagine that. He me. made up for it. And I, you know, yeah, I was pissed, but you you can piss me off, and I still like you, you know. And I told him that I was pretty straight up with him. I was pissed off he wasn't here, but he gave us a good interview. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm straight shooter. If I'd rather you hate me for me being me. I do. Than love me for me not being me. All I know how to be is me. You know, 
I got here by being not I you, promise. by being me. I promise I'll hate you for you being you. Anybody you out there listening, I'm telling you, just be yourself. Be who you are. Don't try to pretend you're somebody. I hear all this stuff, people trying to pretend. You know, even from coming to the professional wrestling world, like all these say, people. Like you're out of shape and wearing a t-shirt. Don't yeah. pretend you're a pro wrestler. Be a fan. If you're right. a wrestling Put fan. Put the ring together. Don't. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Like, I came from the professional wrestling world, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's like the one. It's a sport, entertainment, whatever you want to call it. It's one sport where people, like, can pretend they're a pro wrestler. They can, like, have no legitimate training. They can have no legitimate athletic background. They didn't wrestle in high school or college. They didn't do any kind of collegiate sport, high school sport. They have no background. They've never been to a gym. They have no gym membership. They just need to be able to get a light bulb breaking Could you head. imagine me showing up in jeans, Tim's, and a tank top and saying, hey, uh, I'm a professional basketball player. How you doing? No, I'd be laughed. I'd, I'd probably be beat up. I'd, I'd be thrown out of the court because I'd be disrespecting the guys who spent their whole life trying to get somewhere. Same thing if you're a doctor. Could you imagine a, somebody showing up with a white... Is that what they wear, Tim? White jacket? A white jacket? Yeah. yeah. A stethoscope? Stethoscope? Yeah, yeah, one of them right. things, too. All right, champ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do words, Tim. I just do left hooks. I've told you that so many freaking times. You know, could you imagine? I'm a doctor. Just be who you are. If it's not you, especially in the professional wrestling world, when me and Tim are getting into this, we see so much. We have all these people hitting us up. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'd rather be honest to people. And they're like, oh, Donnie, Donnie's a dick. Uh, hungry for Hulk guys. Jerk and look, no, I'm honest. And honestly, you don't have to be in the best shape. Like, you, you should be. It's your profession if you're taking it seriously and that's your goals in life. But... Like, for example, there's a bunch of guys that will just come out to wear the t-shirts and pants because they're afraid of what they look like. I remember when I was doing celebrity boxing, I was wearing a t-shirt until you got on me about it. So I switched to the actual boxing gear, tank top. Because and- it's not, you know, I tell these people, they're like, they think I don't like them. A lot of these people. Constructive pro wrestling, They're like, oh, he's a hater. He's a ha- How am I going to hate somebody who's pretending to be something they're not? First off, ain't no, you don't have haters. There isn't no hater. You know, when you're, <laughs> there is no hater. It's just somebody beyond. I like a lot of these, these guys who have, who've reached out to us. Oh, I heard you're making a wrestling promotion, blah, blah, blah. And I tell them like, you're pretty, you're a good dude. Great person. Great family guy, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, you can buy our tickets, uh, when the show starts and you can sit in the front row, but you will not be on my show. It's not because I don't like you. It's because I like the people before me. My trainer, Pretty Boy Larry Sharp, who taught me the only way at the Monster Factory Pro Wrestling. Pretty Boy Larry Sharp's Monster Factory, the real Monster Factory. The originator, the only Monster Factory. And, you know, he he wouldn't put up with that shit. He was a straight shooter, and we had trainers like Bill Wiles from ECW, and uh, even like guys like Blue Meanie, and uh, Damian Priest, who's uh, on NXT now. These guys were... We're old school, and they taught us the right way. What's up, Matt? Bring your best. If you're gonna if you're gonna call yourself a professional in something, you got to be a professional at it. You can't act like a ham and egger. Like if you're gonna be a professional podcaster, don't come on here and talk some bullshit. Right. Don't so, come on here with some brigada ass bullshit. Jesus Christ! Don't come. I'm not buying it. You're selling. I'm not buying it. Be a professional. This Do is coming the from, from, the number one, from the guy that started the Riley Cooper fan club. He's telling me to be I have a run. It's a Florida jersey. It's not an Eagles. It's before the whole Kenny Chesney incident happened. The guy made a mistake. It's a horrible word. Nobody should ever say it. I'll punch you if I hear you say it. Well, like, if you're a professional. But he apologized. If you're a professional, you would have two fans in the studio. One for each person instead of one for, you know. Well, maybe you should look in the mirror. Maybe often. there's a reason. Maybe you're bringing up this Riley Cooper well, crap. You're you, trying to make me something I'm not, We Tim. already cleared it up. You give you give Mike I the said tip. he was wrong. Don't make me something I'm not, Tim. You, you get the fan. Don't make this a Deshaun Jackson, Riley Cooper bullshit. You get the fan. It's bullshit. The it's bullshit, and I'm going to talk to Toxic Mike about this bullshit. Mm-hmm. You didn't do your homework. You didn't bring good air, so you got to say this crap. 
It was a Florida Gators jersey, Tim. Florida Gators. It was a Gators jersey. It was before the Kenny Chesney incident. The guy said a bad word, and I condemn him for it. It doesn't mean I can't condemn Deshaun Jackson, too. You brigada bullshit. Keep poking that table. Brigada bullshit. Three months from now, we'll be hearing Donnie talking about his room in the Borgata and how nice it was. Uh, Tim, don't. I've been to Atlantic City a couple times. A few? I've been there a few times. You've been to Atlantic City a few times. Don't try to turn this on me. I don't even go to the hotels that have the casino. You were the guy who said. You're a showboat guy? But I'm not going to go into a, a casino that doesn't. Let me do my God-given rights. What's your God-given right? If I want to drink at a casino, if I want to smoke at a casino, whether it's drinking, if it's water, soda, alcohol, it doesn't matter. It's the person's right. If they're going to go in a casino and spend their hard-earned money, they should be able to indulge in beverages. Now, I'm not like you. I don't think anybody that goes to the casino and drinks is a degenerate alcoholic. That's why I think everybody should be able to live their God-given right. This is America. This is America, Tim, but these people, we've been out there, these people we see, these people we try to help, and they, they like to gamble. Thank Gambling's, you, Laura. Gambling She's, is illegal. Laura stands with big time. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any of it. Did you say gambling's illegal? <laughs> Weren't gambling, we just playing poker on an app against each other is, for like months on a time? No, gambling is legal. It's legal. So if I want to gamble... Drinking's legal. Smoking cigarettes is legal. But I shouldn't have to be around that environment. That's what Brigada wants you to be around. Well, they're non-spending. taking advantage of people, and they're, they're trying to get their money. They're trying to put the devil inside them. They're giving away money. They're not opening because they stand by themselves, and they're saying no. Unless our guests can have the time of their lives... I'm not going to get anywhere with you, big time. Up. I, I'm going to either ask... Puppet Mike. It's like talking to a brick wall. We got to ask Toxic Mike. Mike. Toxic Mike, if you're out there, I know you're such a busy guy. Yes. You're probably talking to people. You're probably getting emails right now. These assholes, they got to go, man. I just, I just they're really, talking, I really, they're talking race wars. They're talking Brigada Wars. I just really want to run to the back and pull the light string. Do you? What do you think about this Brigada bullshit? Uh... Everybody, they know, you know what happened, right? They're yeah, refusing no, no. to open because you can't serve alcohol. So, but alcohol is a big, huge thing at casinos. It loosens you up. It gets you to play more. People go to the casinos and they will gamble more. Why? Because they get to drink for free while they're doing it. I've gone to the casino many times where I've lost 30, 40, 60, 100 dollars. I'm not a big time spender like big time Tim Cudgers, but you know, like I go down and I lose 60 or 70 or 100 bucks, it hits me hard. But I leave there going, you know what? But at least I drank. At least I got a little buzz on. At least I felt good while I was there. So to take away the alcohol is to take away a certain aspect that is the casino experience. To take away the alcohol, to take away the cigarettes, is to take away our freedom. I won't go with you on the cigarettes. I'll go with you on the alcohol, but okay. Say freedom, Mike. But Mike, say freedom. Toxic Mike, when you brought us in, when you brought me and Mike, Whatever you want to call him, big time Tim Kudges. He he was Tim when I met the him. The head of the show. You knew we were hungry for hope. Yes. You knew we were reaching out to people who've been down and out. People had problems, including drinking and drugs. And now you're going to put them in harm's way? Oh, now he's Borgata? digging. He's digging, Mike. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to dig deep. So you brought us in under false pretense. You and big time. The the people we're trying to help on this show, I, gotta, I could tell them to go to AC because gambling's legal. But now they're going to be wined and dined with booze and drugs? Hookers? You like hookers, Toxic Mike? <laughs> why am I having a, a flashback to the movie Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks? Um, <laughs> again, my age. How you doing? How you doing? What's up? America. Toxic Mike Mike, Mike's America. Young, Mike's a young 50-year-old. All right, yes, guys, don't get on his age. Yes, I am. But I say don't even open them yet. I say don't even have people go down there what, until, sh- until we can serve uh, alcohol. 
<laughs> oh my god, are you kidding me? That I'm saying shut it down. First shut off, down everything. Actually, you know what? I'm not even on Mike's side. I'm about the freedom. It's about the choice of the people to do what they be they want to do. What, what it's about the choice think? of the casino. If they want to open and they don't they're not able to serve alcohol or smoke cigarettes in there and they don't want to open, they don't. But if you want to open and you want to deprive your fans or your the people that come to you of all that and you want to open and you want to make some money and you want to take advantage of America, then take open. advantage. That's the key word. We built this show to help the people that were down and out. We time. built this city. I thought we built this city. I'm <laughs> we built this show to help the people down and out, to bring them up. And now you want to take advantage of them? So I, I, I'll tell you what. I would imagine 100% that the people that are going down to the casinos right now are bringing their own alcohol. They're filling so the drink. So you call them degenerates they, still? They got a flask in their pocket. They've got a little the little airplane bottles. They're 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 tapping into whatever soda they're you're, drinking. You're they wrong, got, Toxic Mike. Little... You're wrong. Because I know personally some fans of this show who this are guy. recovering from their drinking and their drug problems, but they also they like to gamble, you know. And go to parks, right? Up put a hundred on black care, bet a little twenty one, you know, bet a little football, bet on the ponies. They can do that without going back to their alcohol. So now you're going to put the alcohol around them. You're going to circle them with their vices. What what kind of country well, do we here, live here's in? Here's the thing. We all have free will. So if they they don't want to drink, they don't have to, even if the casino serves alcohol. Yeah. Catholic Mike would agree. I'm not gonna that's go what in God gave time. us was free will. You, you come from a dark world like me. You know that's not true. You know these people have fought hard to get out of them slumps they were in. I mean, I made my choices. And we should respect their choices. Right. If they don't want to drink, don't drink. Then Brigada would open with no alcohol. Why isn't Brigada opening? Because they don't want to. It's their choice. If their God casino, damn, their choice. If that goddamn pool shark mm -hmm. Pete would call in... Fucking Petey Pool Shark. I would love to hear what he has to say. Pizza, what's he, a drug dealer? No, uh, no, a blackjack dealer. Blackjack dealer. And a pool shark. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, who's I got guy? dark real quick. Who's the guy he used to call in? Uh, Johnny the Grill. Oh, Johnny the Grill. He's a drug dealer, right? Yeah. He, uh, he's a, he, he called me again this week. I got to come on this show, man. I, I don't need $40 anymore. Just give me $30. i am like, dude, we don't, we don't pay our yeah, guests. Yeah, we don't pay guests. Like, well, I've been telling him that. I had to block his phone number. I like the dude. He's a good <laughs> he, dude. but he was, he, was, he, was calling, he was trying to call the radio. He's, he keeps creating new Facebooks, too, and sending me <laughs> messages. It's nuts. You know, Johnny the Grill, everybody knows him. He's the guy who used to, when he sold crack in Kensington, now he sells pizza. Yeah, says, go eat at Mariota's Pizza. Johnny the Grill will be there. <laughs> he's everywhere. Like Every time I see him, you know. He sells pizza. I think he still sells it on the corner in Kensington or something. He's trying to do this whole, you know, I'm not who you think I am gimmick. Well, it's like, but that's awesome. I love the comeback story. He wants Johnny people. He wants people to be able to social distance. So that's why he brings the cor the pizza to the corner so they don't that's have awesome, to all you know. be. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. We were gonna have him on the one time, and then you know the thing happened. Now he wants money, and you know Johnny the Grill. If you're out there, I love. We love a good comeback story. He's, you know, he's a guy who used to sell crack. Now he sells pizza. And I think he does some cheesesteaks or something. He wanted to do, you know, yeah. a little dining with Donnie. But he gave me that address. That was bizarre. Well, he was going to come on for dining with Donnie, but that got cut by Toxic Mike. But he still wanted money for that. I swear to God. I'm the one who, you know, I'm the one talking to these guests. I, I got to do all this. This guy's trying to shake me down. How does I know feel? you got it. I know you got it. You had you had a millionaire on last week. Like, what, what do you think? I paid this millionaire? No, how, they came on because they like the shit we say. How does it feel to have a fan on you? I'm like dripping sweat from the back. I bet you are because you're on your Brigada bullshit. I'm Team Brigada. I don't know how we got on Johnny the Girl. We got on your... Johnny Girl, he's trying to sell pizza on the corner to practice social distancing and keep everybody safe. That comes back to our whole thing. We're here to help people. This is a guy who, you know, a lot of... circles back. A lot of people think he's still out there doing the wrong thing, but he, he says he's doing the right thing. He, you know, he did some years and then did some this and that. And, uh, did yeah, half a decade, not really years. <laughs> you, know, but, you know, you know, the guy, the guy, the guy seen some shit. And, uh, you know, you should see some of the messages. Maybe, maybe we should just start showing the messages he sends me. I swear to God, this guy, you know, he sends me these little like 10 second videos of shit he's going to say on the show. You know, he's sitting there. You know, I, I've seen some shit with them videos, brother.
If anybody knows any other good guests, we, we got a whole shit ton lined up. I'm telling you, we got some good ones. We try to piece them here and there. Put them together. It's like a puzzle. You know, we like good stories. I mean, you know, we like bad stories. We, yeah, we reached out to some scumbags who we wanted to bring on. We just wanted to show Donnie's them Donnie's a co-host. I reach, I reach out. You know, that's the funniest thing. I reach out to these people. I'm pretty good at it. We have friends. We know a lot of people, believe it or not. Some not, not so good people and some not... Not not so good good people and some good people and some not, not not so good but maybe okay people. I reached out to a friend. Of, I don't want to bring it up, man. I reached out to this guy. He did a bad thing. I connected with one of his friends. They're gonna bring him on our show. He's on the run for something real bad. Now we were gonna bring him on the show, and then he, I, I stopped talking to you him. Can't, you remember Mike tried to call the cops on us? Imagine if we had somebody on the run on the show. But if you have somebody, they're on the run. If they're doing bad stuff, doing good stuff. If they want to do good stuff, but they're still doing bad stuff, please reach out to us. They want to do okay stuff, but they might be doing bad stuff, but they could also be doing good stuff. Just tell them to reach out to Hungry us. Hungry for Hope is here to help the people. We are the voice for the voiceless. The voice of the voiceless. We we hear, you know, we might talk a lot of shit. We might not get along. Uh, we don't, don't get along. I don't personally like them. We don't get along. But I don't have to like him to know what's good for the people. I don't we have to I don't have good. to like them to pretend I respect them. We are good for the people. And we are here to help you. You know somebody going through something bad right now? Give me a call. Hit them up. Hit, hit, hit the studio line. Hit you know, the email box. That's how we reach out to these people. We get blown up on our, you know, our our Facebook uh, messages for these people. And that that's how we're out there helping people. If you know somebody need help, you know somebody who's a scumbag who maybe you think we can help. Like we're hungry for hope or hungry to help? Hungry to help. That's the best thing he said all show. Everything I said was the best thing I said no. all show. The best thing you said didn't come up yet. Because <laughs> now you're on the spot with Big Time Tim. Tells it as it is segment. Let's go, Big Time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Big Time Timmy Tells It Like It Is. Today we're going to be talking about Matt Riddle. So, in the past couple of weeks we talked about the, the speaking out movement when it came to wrestling, right? So, recently Matt Riddle came out on video. There was an accusation from him from one person. There was uh, pictures apparently posted, but it was just them kissing, dating, whatever. Tell everybody who Matt Riddle is and how his connection to the show is. Matt? Sorry to cut you off, but... Connection to the show? Well, you he, know, he, he trained at, he the, trained monster, at the Monster Factory. ex-UFC fighter. Ex-UFC fighter that got fired for smoking marijuana. Who trained at my my school. And he's now a SmackDown superstar that Vince McMahon compares to the next Shawn Michaels. And he, uh... So he, when the Speaking Out movement started, there was a situation where the girl was like, oh, well, he did this. And then the only proof that she had was she was posting pictures of them kissing, them talking, text messaging. And he comes out. He's like, listen, I didn't want to talk about it in public. My wife already know. And I'm just paraphrasing at this point. Wife already knew I cheated on the girl. I cheated on my wife with this girl. We had like a fling relationship. I felt bad. I stopped it. And then the girl started, you know, harassing me, text messaging me. But still, and here's the thing I gotta say, you can't put yourself in those situations, right? You can't because there's no proof either way, really. It's all he said, she said. So it could damage a career if you're making it up. And it could play down on a situation if the person's not making it up. So. We, it, we, we gotta believe the victims, though, Tim. We gotta believe the victims unless we are proven wrong. These victims have... Well, I mean, he did post pictures of them kissing, them doing stuff, and he's like, wrong, I had the affair. Like but I said. But there's no real but we way we gotta that... give these females... There's females and people being victimized out there. We need to give them a voice, and we need to trust them until we are proven otherwise. Right, and my point Benefit is... Benefit of the doubt. My point is, if you're gonna throw the stuff out there, this is what it comes down to. I was just breaking down the hypothetical... Well, not the hypothetical, the situation that happened. If you're gonna throw something out there about somebody, make sure it's true. Because if it isn't, it's going to ruin them, and that if it comes out that it's not true, it's going to ruin you. I believe so stick the victim. to your guns and be the real person. That's, you were tell, you're telling me that you, you believe that riddle earlier on the way here. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I believe victims until I'm proven otherwise. Right, but there's no real way. 
It's going to get controversial in a second. There's up for Next out of time. Wednesday at 7 p.m., we will be back on Toxic Radio, Hunger for Hope, with Reckless Donnie Hart and Big Time Tim Cudges. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, everybody, Better get my own fan. stay hungry. Oh, yeah, stay hungry. We're out of here.